0: Hello everybody, it's Catherine Colas here from simplyhormones.com and I'm here today to talk to Sue Brain. Um, Now Sue has written a super book that's coming out shortly called Sex, Meaning and the Menopause. And I'm going to just say a bit about that before we start talking to Sue. Uh, I've had a preview and I like it very much. The book tackles taboos around sexual changes, looks at the grief of saying goodbye to youth and fertility, and explores deeper spiritual significance of the ageing process, and provides a different perspective on medical treatments and alternative approaches, and hears from men about what it's like to live with a menopausal woman. I know my husband would like some input on that one. Anyway, hello Sue, nice to talk to you at last. Hi, Catherine. Hi. So if we could just plunge straight into your book, I'd like to ask you what thoughts ultimately led you to wanting to write this book? Well, um, I got really fed up
1: trying to find information that worked for me personally mm. and really being told that I ought to have my menopause fixed <laughs> through hormone treatment. Yeah. And I felt really angry about that because I was having, certainly having some changes. I, I, I was, I had my menopause, I was really lucky with my menopause because mm. honestly I really only had a few kind of tepid glows as I call them yes. and some headaches and that was about it. But I noticed huge sexual changes for me. Um, yeah. That was the big thing and I didn't understand that was, what was going on. But all the information I read about it was that I should get it fixed. And if I didn't, there was something wrong with me. And that, I found that really distressing. Yes
0: yeah so it's that and it's that dreaded m-word nobody wants to mention it do they and so is it a dysfunction in need of treatment um what's your view on this well i don't think it is i mean i think some women obviously
1: have a lot of uh, symptoms that i didn't and some of them are very very distressing for them and of course i think that if it is extremely distressing then you know we do have modern medicine that can help certainly to contain it or to rebalance what's going on. And I think, you know, everybody has every right to that treatment if it yeah. is available. Yes. But I think there's an awful lot of women like me that didn't weren't necessarily distressed about what, what was happening to them, mm. except there was a confusion about... Um, the, the sexual changes that I was happening. I suddenly, yeah. you know, my libido is taking a, a major planet. yes, And I didn't understand that. And or everything was the fact that my body was, a, the menopause was a dysfunction. And I thought, mm-hmm. no, it's not. It's, mm-hmm. I'm 52. I'm just normally going through what my body should be, should going, be going through at yes. this age.
0: Yes, and uh, it's, it's also—it was quite enlightening. Some research I read recently that it's now being accepted that menopause is a major health event in a woman's life. There, there's so much information out there if you're if you want to become pregnant, if you are pregnant, and if you're a new parent. But there's still mm-hmm. so little. Um, on but the it, but
1: my big issue isn't the fact that it's not just about a medical event. It's mm. much, much more complex than yes. that. It's yeah. a profound spiritual. Yes. deepening of a woman i mean you're called to the really deepest part of yourself you yes. have to say goodbye to the woman that you were mm. you have to say goodbye to your fertility you have to say goodbye to the fact that men don't fancy you particularly anymore yes. or certainly find you attractive in a different way yeah and you have to really face the fact you are now aging and mm. it's it, for me, it was a very, very confusing time, and there was n- I couldn't find anything out there really no. to help me, and that's why I ended up writing the book. So, the book is not about medical symptoms, it's no. about the much, much deeper, complex issues that we face as individuals and collectively yes. as we go through the menopause.
0: Yes, that's right, because it, it, it is an emotional roller coaster, and that's mm. not and that 's probably the main function that nobody talks about because mm. uh, you you do feel as if you 're all over the place and um, uh, and you can 't cope and and it can be quite scary it was certainly scary for me. Um, mm. in many instances and, and I hear from so many women and, and I think it's in your book too that they think they're um, they've got Alzheimer's.
1: Well I think a lot of women get very confused and concerned about the fact they stop forgetting everything and they find themselves yes. upstairs saying what am I up here for and I think there's a lot of that that isn't really sort of explained properly and it's all to do with basically the, the, the drop of estrogen ne- yes. yes. As soon as your, your um, ovaries start turning off as you go through the menopause mm. or the menopause has happened to you surgically or or, or yes. um, whatever other way it does happen yes. to you, mm. you know that plummet it, it affects every single part of you, and it course yes. it affects your brain I mean you know and I think that these things aren 't spoken about, mm. but I still don 't want to stay with the medicalization of the menopause no. for me it 's such a profound experience yes. of, of me as a person and how I fit into life. And how you go through the menopause, and, and all the information is once you, you know, you, once you stopped having period for twelve months, you're no longer you, you, you're through the menopause. Well, that's rubbish. Yes. The menopause is huge change. It takes yes. years, sometimes up to ten years, to yeah. to really feel your way through to this
0: other side of being
1: postmenopausal.
0: That's right. Yes, and I think it's not until you are postmenopausal, uh, unless you've had a Better understanding earlier on in your life, you understand it so much better and then you start to have more energy again and you want to take things in a different direction and do different things and have a new life in effect, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, I think also you can see so as a postmenopausal woman, I think there's something there is a gift actually in in the death of fertility, the death of being a young woman a yeah. very very painful experience to go through for me yes. anyway yes. but now i 'm at the other side, I feel much more peaceful with who I am, mm. and now I can see life and I see it through younger women who I work as a psychotherapist who yes. Come to me. And I can see that when they're talking about their midlife crises at 40, 45, maybe 50, I can actually see the sort of archetypal journey that we're all on. Yes. Yeah. And I think this postmen of being in a postmenopausal state, I've been freed up really i mean it's sort of such a cliche to, to say the wise woman but yes. i do feel i have a much more objective viewpoint and a much clearer
0: viewpoint about how life plays itself out yes and i'm deeply grateful for that yes and do you feel if you'd have had some of that information at the beginning of the journey it might have been an easier journey um, I asked
1: quite a lot of people about that. Some some interviewees say I don't think you can ever prepare for it, and I, in a sense I agree because it's such a personal mm. journey. Your own menopause, you can't compare it really with anybody. Oh. It's, it's like divorce or a death. Mm. You know, dealing with a death. It's it's such a personal thing, although it's also very collective. Yes. I think I think I would have liked to have been warned about the sexual changes I went through mm. were normal. Yes. They were not abnormal. Yes. They're normal. It's yes. what happens to a woman as she gets to a certain age. Now some women carry on being just as sexual as they ever were. Yes. Fantastic. But a lot of women, in fact one in two women experience mm. something called vaginal atrophy yes. where it's very painful to have sex. Mm. And I wish I'd been, un- I wish I understood that more. I wish I'd un- understood what that was going to mean to me, what yes. it was going to mean to my husband and yes. my relationship. And how much pressure it put on my relationship, mm. and because my, neither of my husband were prepared for that, no, um, it really was quite. We went through quite an interesting experience, and that was one of the reasons that I wrote the book, actually, mm. just to say, look, these changes that happen are normal, yes. except we're sold that they are a dysfunction, yes. and that's not true. Yes, and I think that's very much down to. Um, what happens with this, this, the fact that our sexuality is so medicalised now.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, you
1: go on the pill when you're a girl and you go on yeah. to HRT as an older woman. Yes. Hang on a second, who are we
0: in between? Yes, yeah. And if you don't look good at the same time, then there's something oh. else to throw at you.
1: And if yes. you, you know, I, I've chosen to go grey um, yes. uh, ahead because I wanted to make a statement that actually, yes, I am an old woman. I'm, I'm you know, 18 months, I'm going to be 60. Yes. It doesn't mean to say that I don't feel just as, a, in fact, even more alive than I did as a younger woman. Yes. But I personally, and I can only talk for myself, I don't want to deny the fact I'm getting older. I actually want to celebrate it. Yes. I want to there's no reason why I can't look good with grey hair or nope. have hair dye. absolutely. But I think it's yeah. about what works for you inside you. Yes. But I don't want to chase youth because youth is not nope. part of who I am anymore. Mm. Although I do feel incredibly youthful inside me.
0: Yes. It's not uh, the, the book. Uh, it's what's inside the book. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's better. And I, and I think also talking about the, the confusion that goes on with the brain and everything, that I've likened it to... I don't think women understand that hormones are messengers, so the brain's sending messages all around the body to do X, Y, and Z. And because the the hormones aren't uh, in the right quantity or quality, then strange things happen. But I liken it to being rewired, having a new IT system installed, and some of the wires aren't joining up properly. And so that's why you get sparks in different directions, because things aren't working too well.
1: Uh, Yes, I think the word atrophy is quite prevalent here mm. because i think things do start to sort of dry up after yes. as you do, menopause you're just not a juicy fertile woman anymore no. and i think we're what we're sold the image in the media is that we're sold that we should be this juicy young woman still age 60 yes. well sorry you know the reality is evolution has made us such yes. that at a certain point in our life this is what happens yes and Trouble is we you know in a way we've gone beyond the evolution and now of course we're living maybe longer. 30 years after yeah. I mean, and
0: working people. longer for the first time and ever working mm.
1: longer but the whole sexual sort of obsessed culture that we live in saying oh god you, you shouldn't look that old you should look like a 20 year old well look what happened to Joan Collins you know yes. at the Oscars the classic example trying to get an, a, a dress that should have be fitted for a 22 year old and she ended up in hospital having fainted well I mean you know come on oh dear I
0: didn't know that had happened yes <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You know,
1: it, the problem is the me- the baby the boomers yes. are growing up with a media that is completely youth obsessed, and we're the first yes. generation this has ever happened to? Mm. So we're we're we kind of being straddled in these two worlds of growing older, but still being, you know, sort of thumped every day. You say, well, you shouldn't look that old.
0: Yes, <laughs> do lot. something about it. Yes, you're, you're supposed yeah. to have plastic it's, surgery and all the other stuff. Yes, get the Botox out. Yes, yeah. Going back to your book, Sue, did, was mm. there any one particular interview in there that uh, that strikes you that you remember
1: yeah, particular. um particularly uh as a collective thing, it was without question talking to the men,
0: yes, I found
1: that the most enlightening, encouraging heartwarming experience, and I guess because I didn't know most of them, they sort of thought uh, mm-hmm. people's partners and husbands yes. Depple, I didn't yeah know. And I actually interviewed them on um, through Skype or on the phone. A lot of them, and my and I suppose because I was this kind of disembodied voice, really.
0: Yeah.
1: My goodness me, they opened up, and yes, virtually all of them had never spoken about this before. They were so confused about their wives' metaphors, yeah. or they were feeling rejected because their wives suddenly didn't want sex. They, would, yes. they took it personally, and you know that they were struggling to make sense of it. They didn't want to have
0: you know they love their wife yes I mean okay you know and they wanted to support them but the, the, the woman yeah. is saying go away and leave me alone yeah. absolutely Mm. And um
1: so that's one of the reason I wrote the, the book for men as well. Mm. They can read about other men's experiences and actually not feel so utterly alone with it. Yes. I mean I know men they've told me that, you know, they've sort of been going on the internet and all they can find out is well, you need to go on HRT and yes. so they're saying to their wives, Well, you need to go on HRT and the wives are going, Well I don't want to Yes And so <laughs> it's a huge rouse of Well you're having sex with me And so um okay. I, I interviewed um, um two sex therapists as well about the psychological aspect
0: Hmm.
1: of what happens when sexual changes occur Mm -hmm. in a relationship later in life and how hard it is. Hmm. And I don't pull any punches, you know, that the men are graphic in what Hmm. they have explained about how they cope when they don't have sex with their wife. yes.
0: Yeah. And do you, did you also find because uh, I get a lot of men emailing me and talking to me on the phone and in great distress in some cases. Mm. Um, and what I've noticed over a period of time is that the men seem to notice the physiological changes in their partners before the women do or perhaps the women don't want to recognize it and don't mm. want to acknowledge it. But the men do see those changes and they want to do something about it and just don't know how.
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Um, And I I think that also a woman goes through um, such a... such a deep, profound change in who she is. Mm. A man, yes, he does have a life, midlife crisis. You know, I mean, that's mm. scientifically proven now. But doesn't have this almighty fall in hormones that a woman does. No. And and I also with a woman, so she, you know, she goes through this the midlife crisis. You know, at forty, who am I? And then, wham, she goes straight into the menopause without much of a of a breath in between. Yes. So the changes that she incurs uh, inside herself of mm. who am I? Yes. What am I here for? What? A, what's you know? How can I find my place in the world without? the role of mother and wife. Yes. I think it's much more profound than a man's experience. Because normally, I don't want to sort of like categorize all men as this. No. But men, when they're unhappy, will often leave to go to another woman. Mm-hmm. Where the women will leave to be on their own to find out who they are. It's a yes. very very different experience and yes. this is very frightening for men when they're married to women mm. who they've be married to forever who've been looking after them clean cleaning and washing their shirts etc and there's something
0: that women are going hang on a second I don't want to do this."
1: <laughs> that's right and then going, where's my wife gone
0: yes yes and I just want so, my wife back is a yeah. very common and wife ain't going to come back no. like that she's no. going to be a different person mm. you know unless she chooses the
1: role of carer and steps into being the grandmother but again we're not talking sexual here
0: no it's, um, we're not
1: talking a sexual identity here
0: yes and I think none of that is really covered in everyday in magazines newspapers or anything they um, just they just look at the surface don't they and make a yeah. few ripples but they yeah. don't really get into the depths of it
1: I, I think the other thing I found really interesting was also interviewing women who've chosen to take HRT or mm. there's plenty of women that don't need this by the way that yeah. they don't experience these sexual changes but there's a lot of women do which enables older women to to continue to be sexually um, active and of course there's this huge issue now of the older uh, men and women mm. um, getting sexually transmitted diseases because yes. there's no sex education for older couples who are changing partners they, they think it happens to them that's right and hiv now is one of the biggest issues now mm. um, in sexually transmitted d- d- diseases in older couples that's so right yeah. there's a major health warning about that in the book yeah Take responsibility and, you know, put a condom in your pocket. Yes.
0: Yes, just when you think you don't need that anymore, you've, you've got to be vigilant once again, haven't you? It comes up time and time again. I uh, think there's a
1: huge lack of general information and understanding about sex as an older person.
0: Yes, because mm. it has never been spoken about. And I keep hearing time and time again that to enjoy. An intimate relationship doesn't necessarily have to, has to have to have penetration.
1: Absolutely. Yes. I think because, and I hate to say it, we are now sort of riding on the back of the porn industry, if you like, and that comes yeah. from What's happened on the internet has been driven by the porn industry. Originally the internet was. Yes. And all the, all the images, I mean, can't remember, it's something like five, five million, 500 million pages on the internet mm. are to do with pornography. Yes. And pornography is about penetration. Yes. Now, if a guy isn't getting sex and he goes onto to the Internet because, you know, he, he, fair enough, he's looking at pornography, whatever,
0: yeah. and
1: he's going to see it's all about penetration, a man then doesn't understand there's other ways to the Internet. Yes. And there's a big, big problem here mm-hmm. about the fact that a lot of women, older women, don't want to be penetrated anymore. Yes. It doesn't mean to say they don't love their husband. No. They can actually have a different kind of intimacy, but for a man, you know, that, that sort of evolution, yes. a need to have yes. penetration to yeah. be able to build, That's right. Is a, it's a, it's a big issue. Mm. And it doesn't match necessarily with a woman who's growing older on the sexual level. No,
0: that's right. And of course, men are being prescribed Viagra. Absolutely. And there's the, the poor woman on the other side with vaginal yes. atrophy. And, um, and of course, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't think it's necessarily the internet either. I think it's just, men's upbringing and how men talk to yeah. each other that it's all about penetrative sex yeah. and, it's having a good bang yes that, that's know, right are you getting it are you getting that, it you know, it's all that about happened. that isn't it yeah yeah mm. and
1: uh, no oh well then you can't have had sex and there's in this there's a a lot of the men were, were actually quite shamed the fact that they weren't having sex yes uh, they felt actually embarrassed. They weren't going, you know, they found it very, very difficult to admit. Or if they did, they mm-hmm. kind of made, oh God, you know, I didn't get it again this weekend. Yes. You know, again, getting it was nothing about sort of intimate connection. It was mm-hmm. all about this sort of the, the physical penetration that goes mm-hmm. on. And yeah. you know, and I can understand, you know, having talked to these guys, I can really understand how frustrating it must be. Yes. There's, the trouble is, so many women are having, it seemed to me, I, you know, this is not a scientific study, but seemed to me to be having penetrative sex to just to keep their husbands quiet. Yes, yeah. Shut them up. And you just think, that's yes. no way to have a relationship. No, it isn't. No. You know, and, it's and again, common. this isn't spoken about. Yeah. If it is, it's made fun of. And um, it's, it's, yes, it's highly distressing for a woman to feel that she has to have sex yes. just to keep Quite, and it's highly distressing for a guy mm. to feel he's having sex with his wife and he know she doesn't want it anymore
0: yes but and they must know very that very, yeah repetition. they must know yeah. that yeah
1: it's very so diverse. I've got a lot of interviews in the book with yes. women talking about this and men yes and the solution is you know you'd have to communicate and find a way which works for you both yes and, and a lot of people Talk yeah it. it's a
0: very embarrassing just like vaginal atrophy is very embarrassing to talk about and so are sexual problems very difficult yeah. to discuss aren't they yeah. and so they avoid yeah. them like the plague and just carry yeah. on and pretend there's nothing wrong yeah and I think you know the, the
1: research that has been done into this you know the, the women that um, have had very very good relationships with their husband and a yes. very happy relationship find it much more stressful and upsetting to have these sexual problems through as they go through the menopause because they want to keep intimate with their husbands. Yes. And the women who actually think, well, I don't really care, you know, oh, thank God, I don't have to do that anymore. Yes. So there's there's quite an interesting psychological difference now, which, are, which is that it is being researched at the moment. But the trouble is with a lot of this academic research, it's fantastic mm. stuff. But it doesn't come out into the public domain. No, they, you know, academics unfortunately end up normally talking to academics. That's right. Yes,
0: yes. They they make a, there's always a conclusion at the end and what should be achieved from here on in. But that's never taken up by anybody, is it? And
1: oh, uh, it's impenetrable. Excuse the pun to yes. read. No, yes. I mean, a lay person in the street doesn't want to sort of trawl through an academic yep. journal. They just want to know what's going on. Yes. In plain English. I think that's that's what I've hoped I have achieved in that.
0: Yes, yes. No, I think you have. I think it's a lovely book to read. And I think we've just about covered, we could probably talk ad infinitum about nah. these, this, uh, this subject of menopause and, and sexuality. So if you, have well, you got have a conclusion? To... Go on.
1: Just just wanted to add, yeah and I'm all very involved in this yourself with women in the work industry yes. and the menopause, and how many women are really struggling with the menopause being in positions of authority yes. um, and management and how Absolutely. The, the, the need, they, they really do need huge amount of support. Yes. I spoke to women like that and then I also spoke to a whole bunch of women who just begin to hit their stride.
0: Yes. So,
1: you know, again it's quite a this is it's a very complex area this is, isn't you can't just say this is what the menopause does for everybody. It doesn't. It's a very individual journey that we're
0: all on. Yes. And generally speaking, in some research I just recently picked up, 50% of women do not declare the real reason why they're taking time off work. Yeah. Because usually it's to do with line managers. The age, average age of line managers is 43 and yes. they're either disinterested or embarrassed. And yeah. again, if they're a senior executive, they've got nobody else to confide yeah. in. So, yeah. And if they're bosses,
1: yeah. that also, there's nobody to talk to either yeah. I just it, one one interview in the book is uh as, in menopause a woman, and she's now working in a very youth orientative uh, business, mm. and she's really realizes that she can't work in that I- industry anymore because they don't want to be buying from their mothers yes. or with their mothers
0: oh dear, how awful yes. yes.
1: You know, yeah. and that's a huge, that, you know, that's a really hard thing to come to terms with. Yes. As it wouldn't happen for men. No. It doesn't happen for them. That's why the menopause is such a different experience mm. than it is for men at the same age. Yes. They don't age the same way as we do.
0: No. And um, Yeah, that's why I think there needs to be a whole program for men and a whole program for women. Yeah. So that educationally, Yeah, they'll start talking, hopefully.
1: Brilliant. Well, at least everybody can understand more. Yes. And I think if you can understand more, then yes. you can actually be more allowing.
0: Yes, if you're a little better informed, then you have a better understanding of where you can go from here, can't you?
1: Sure.
0: So sure. And, and make better decisions. So let me just remind everybody the name of your book, Sue. It's called Sex, Meaning and the Menopause. And when is it due to be published? It's
1: due to be published on June the 9th. Right. And it's tenium Books. It's who books? Continuum Continuum books, books. yeah, and it's out already on Amazon, and you can pre-order copies now. Yeah, and it's also on my website, which is www.suebrain.co.uk, and I also blog on aging issues and the menopause.
0: That's excellent. Okay, Sue, and of course, this book is for men and women, and uh, I found it a very good read. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Sue. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon because you've got another book that I'm very interested in called The D Word, which is about dying. And Different
1: ways to talk about dying, yeah.
0: yeah. And I've just bought that myself, so I'm going to have a read of that first and we'll, we'll get back together on that one. Thank you once again, Sue. Lovely to talk to you. Thank and you, you Catherine. Okay. okay, bye-bye. Don't forget, you can buy Sue Brain's book, Sex, Meaning and the Menopause, on Amazon. And it is soon going to be serialised in the Daily Mail. As soon as I know the exact date, I'll let you know. Until the next time then, this is Catherine Colas of SimplyHormones.com, signing off.